your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, we want to come back to something that broke during Friday's show, which uh, was uh, the HICWA report. Uh, it was an unannounced inspection that they did on the 15th of March at the emergency department uh, at University Hospital Limerick. And during Friday's show, uh, we had Sean Egan from HICWA, who spoke to us uh, about uh, the, the outcome of uh, their report. We were able to identify, for example, that on the day of inspection, um, say at half 11 in the morning, um, there were eight patients who had been waiting for over an hour uh, in the emergency department waiting room to to, uh, be triaged or initially assessed by a member of staff um, around um, the the severity of their their illness um, or reason for presentation. The the standard is really that you should be seen within about 10 minutes. So that's clearly not a safe um, situation. And that was acknowledged by the hospital when we pointed it out to them. It's a function of the management of, of, the, of the unit and the oversight of, of what was happening. Um, certainly, they, they had a, a, a very significant upsurge in the num- number of presentations, but notwithstanding the capacity issues that are there, which are inherent within the hospital, there is still a requirement for the hospital to manage risks as they present, and we found that there were um, issues that needed to be addressed, particularly from a staffing position from, from a nursing perspective. Sean Egan from Hickwood there chatting to us on Friday show as the news broke of uh, the outcome of this unannounced inspection carried out by Hickwa at the hospital in March. Hickwa was not assured that the hospital had enacted measures to sufficiently manage overcrowding in the emergency department and the related patient safety risks posed by overcrowding and was also not assured it had adequate measures in place to address the issues of ineffective patient flow, insufficient nurse staffing levels and prolonged waiting times, all of which contributed to the over overcrowding of the emergency department. We're joined on the line by Sinn Féin TD for Limerick Morris Quinlevin and here in the studio by Fine Gael TD for Limerick Kieran O'Donnell for some political uh, reaction and uh, you are both very welcome. Um, Kieran, um, I mean your reaction to some of the findings, uh, one was that a patient was waiting in excess of 116 hours. Well it's like it, it, it defies... I suppose, logic for that particular patient and their family must have been impossible. Uh, I welcome this HICWA report. Uh, It's a very comprehensive report. It's 39 pages in length. It basically takes a window of time on the 15th of March and it says there are 88 patients on trolleys. I've looked, Joe, at the figures since then to date. On average, it's 88. It hasn't changed. In fact, in, in many cases, it has gone up. So what we, at this moment in time, we need, the government have commissioned uh, the HSE to do a, a national report on UHL itself and the emergency department. It's, it's, it's so very... It's separate now to HICWA, isn't it? Separate to HICWA, but I had a lengthy uh, discussion with uh, the Minister for Health on Friday, Stephen Donnelly. Uh, this HICWA report will feed into that review. And really, it's for me, it's the what, the where, and the how. What's the problem? We've ordered crowding in ED. Why? Because uh, this report says it's it's twofold. Yes, we have a capacity issue, and it's historic. And we're, we're, we've been doing catch-up, but we've another 96 acute beds coming on stream. But we have 108 beds went into UHL over the last period. 96, 98 acute beds with, with 10 ICU beds. The report says it hasn't made a difference. The question is, is why that is. And then 
uh, also it makes reference to not en- enough nursing staff on duty uh, in the emergency department. That's probably the glaring new finding in this report. It basically states that uh, they have a complement of 120 in uh, the ED for nursing staff. They claim that there should be around 24 on duty. Uh, they basically said they can have a margin then of around uh, 13%. It was 17%. That looks to me like one or two nurses not on duty. Uh, and that in itself is is the damning element for me that's new in the report. So how do we resolve it? We resolve it by uh, finding the hospital itself have come forward with uh, a short, medium and long-term plan. But Joe Hickwim in the report have been speaking to UHL since July of 2020, nearly two years ago. And the question we have to ask is why with uh, 98 additional beds gone in and I ta- I, I've I had a look back at the figures. When this particular inspection was done on the 15th of March, we had 50, uh, at that moment in time Joe, we had uh, 55 people on, uh, we'll say with COVID. We had another uh, 20 suspected. It, it did go down uh, during May to, to 36 with COVID and uh, there was another 19 suspected. Today, uh, it's at 58 suspected with 10, sorry, 58 with COVID with 10 suspected, 5 in ICU. So the numbers today in terms of COVID are comparable whatsoever when they did the inspection. So there are roughly about 68 patients with COVID in UHL. It's one of the highest in the country. So that COVID is an issue. However, we have to ask, why are we consistently the highest? Why with 98 beds going in uh, over the 98 acute beds with 10 ICU beds are we seeing far higher numbers on trolleys than before COVID? Okay, let's ask uh, Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin um, uh, how he feels about the HICWA report and where we go from now. Good morning to you, Morris. Uh, Good morning, Joe. HICWA told us on Friday on the show that they have the authority to inspect, report and recommend, but that is it. And when I pressed Sean Egan, he said... Ultimately, it falls to, first of all, obviously, the hospital and hospital management, then the HSE. But in the final analysis, it is political. It will fall into the lap of the Minister for Health. Um, what's your view? Yeah, look, the report came out on Friday was shocking. But to be honest, any of us who've been dealing with the hospital and dealing with people who have to use the hospital for the last number of years, and Joe, I've been on your show a, a, a countless number of times talking about this issue and flagging up what was happening. But to see it in black and white, you know, it, it, it was pretty stark. And no surprise for any of us. Um, the, 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 the findings are shocking. They could have done that report any day of the week, any day of the week of this, any day of this year. Like, we've had the highest number of figures in January, we've had the highest number of figures in February, in March, April, May, June, you know, and it, and people will tell you, and experts will tell you that if you have additional people waiting on trolleys for longer, we will have people who will lose their lives, unfortunately. So we, we do have a crisis, and it's been an ongoing crisis, and Kieran is talking there like, as if he wasn't in government, and his party wasn't in government for the last seven years. They have been in government for the last 11 years. Um, when, when, when Kieran's part, our government, our Party came into government with 222 people on, tr- on hospital trolleys in April. And this last April, there was 1,735 people on trolleys, so a massive increase there. Everyone predicted what was going on. And, and the problem is, and I, I, I do feel sorry for some of the management, I feel sorry. I feel very, very sorry for staff who work in incredible conditions. But if you look at what we have, the number of hospital beds we have, we're, we're short 200 to put it on average of the hospitals across the state. For instance, St. James's Hospital in Dublin has almost 700 beds and had 48,000 people presenting. We have five 
330 beds with 76,000 people presenting, that is your problem. You know, it is a capacity problem, and the government's only plan that I've seen from their plan is a 98 or 96 additional beds being delivered, which is very, very welcome. But they will tell you themselves, and the HSC will tell you, and I have that in, in responses from them, that only 48 of those are going to be new beds. So we do have the problem of the capacity and no real sense of dealing with it. And as low as I am to say this, we need to look at different um, different solutions to, to, to what, what has to be done in the here and now. So we need to start looking at local hospital, private hospitals, can we get the beds? from them for the for the time being as though they have to go to private houses we need to do that you know in, in the as we have failed as, as a collective to, but to solve the problem private hospitals do they have anything close to the capacity as i say we've just talked about the limerick leader there in a hospital that is coming but won't be online until no. january 2025 at the earliest no i'm talking about buying beds from any hospitals across the state that are available for the moment and that's what we need because we have we have a, an absolute crisis in limerick it's not going to get sorted for a huge number of years unless we start thinking outside the box whilst, whilst we deliver the capacity that's needed but that will take years for instance if we got this uh, 96 bed unit started in, in summer which is going to be ambitious anyway you're talking about at least 18 months to get it constructed and would and that doesn't mean the day it's constructed all the staff walks in there and can start treating patients unfortunately so you could be talking two to three years before that's happening whilst we have and the numbers are increasing every single day like so January was a bad year February was worse March was worse than that April was worse than that May is worse than that and June is going to be okay. worse than that Right. Well, you stay with us. Uh, likewise, Kieran O'Donnell, uh, Finnegale TD. Let's just hear a little more of what Sean Egan from HICWA said to us. They were the people who released this report after the unannounced inspection they did on the 15th of March. It's very much around um, uh, the overall planning in terms of the way that services are, are, are structured, configured and resourced. But there's also a day-to-day -day operational oversight and management issue um, that we identified on the day as manifested, for example, through the deficit in nurse staffing that was having an impact on managing um, the, the, the crowds that were essentially arriving at the unit to be treated. Um, so um, we, we did find management deficits. We flagged concerns um, in relation to the specific issues we identified to the hospital group CEO. And we've also highlighted concerns at a national level within the HC in relation to management. Right. And we crowding is still a very significant issue um, uh, at the unit. Um, and I think um, in terms of the measures that have been identified, um, many of them um, in the short term um, will have some impact in terms of reducing um, the, the amount of time patients are waiting, but there is a substantial issue here in terms of the uh, inpatient bed capacity deficits that are there in Limerick. And um, we've received a commitment and a, and a clearer plan from the HSE at a national level around the provision of an additional 96 beds um, for the hospital, which I think is important and welcome and long overdue. That's Sean Egan from HICWA. You've been hearing as well from Morris Quinlevin, Sinn Féin TD in Limerick City, and Kieran O'Donnell, Finnegale TD in Limerick, is uh, with me in the studio. Well, I mean, let's get to the political charge first, which is you've been in government a long time, and um, uh, as um, Morris points out, the situation appears to have disimproved. Well, Joe, like 100 million has gone into UHL. Uh, you're looking at, as I say, 108 beds. You're looking at an OED. We're doing catch-up in terms of the capacity issues, but it's clear from this report, Joe, that the UHL itself needs serious help. Uh, this report has been sent to the National uh, Chief Operating Officer in the HSE, Anne O'Connor. There's a report currently being done by government, Stephen Donnelly, in, in conjunction with the HSE, and my role is, as a public representative is to ensure that the people of Limerick and this region get the same 
delivery of healthcare in the hospitals as elsewhere in the country. That's not happening at the moment. And certainly, you, yeah, the capacity issue, UHL itself has 530 inpatient beds. And Morris is correct. If you look at it per, per uh, attendees at ED, we have the lowest number of beds. We need extra beds. We need, but we also need to ensure that the existing resources are used to the best possible means. And in this report Can here, Joe... Do yeah. you mean extra beds uh, in um, a way that is outside of reconfiguration? In other words, places like John's? Yes, and if you look at the report, one of the short-term measures is that Ennis, Nina and John's would, would take five discharge patients per day uh, in each week and Croom would take two. Um, and the question is, is that happening? Uh, we need to hear from management. Is the f- proper efficient use of the bed capacity in the region being used to the maximum effect for, for patient care? And if I could make one point, Joe, is that the if if you look, um, we'll say, the we have a serious problem in terms of the number of patients attending. We have a particular unique situation here in terms of our requirements in terms of population, much higher over the age of 75. Nevertheless, we have to look, and the UHL are, have commissioned a report with the lights to look at patient flow. We need the statute been in place long before now. So for me, yes, the capacity issue is there. There are 96 cube beds coming on stream, and we need a lot right. more. And I welcome the fact that 150 beds is coming with, with the okay. bonds. That's to be welcomed as well. And we've no private hospital in the region, Joe. And it did put pressure on our existing hospital. So everything is flowing yeah. from, from, from Clare down to the, the border of Kerry in through the doors of A&E and yeah, UHL. No, uh, and that's, put, I mean, that's I, placing enormous yeah, strain. Yeah, and that's, I think that's well understood um, at this and, point. And uh, but but I, I want to ask uh, Morris Quindivan of uh, Sinn Féin, do you think, Morris, that there is anything that will significantly alleviate this in the short term? We will be talking to hospital management in a few minutes' time, and, and they have steps laid out, some of which are short term. Will they have an impact that listeners would be able to see? That's what we need to see. Like, um, obviously, the, the long-term thing is, is the capacity that needs to be dealt with. But in, in the in the in the here and now, like, we can't go on with the situation like we had last week, where 100 people were on trolleys every single day. So we need to look at outside the box. So can we purchase beds somewhere? Can we get more additional um, nursing homes where people who are ill but not ready to go home but just need to be the care of a nurse or something? where we can get people out of the hospital so as we can get people who are in the emergency department who have been assessed uh, into, into a bed. But look, it comes back to it comes back to a lot of stuff needs to be done, a lot of thinking outside the box needs to be done. And I do have a concern about management, and I've said this publicly. Like, I used to speak to people who go to the hospital and tell me the toilet doesn't work, they can't get a blanket, they can't get a trolley, they can't get a seat. So, you know, this is simple stuff. So we... we if you remember, recall in, in Hickwin, this report is... Is there adequate, safe amount of nursing staff in the ED department? And that's that where I've just come into it. That's where I've just come into it. huge hard-working staff, doctors, nurses throughout the hospital. They're doing phenomenal under extreme conditions. So we need short-term measures, so you, uh, and then uh, obviously uh, we're looking at extra bits let, no, let Mar- in time. Sorry, let Morris just back uh, in. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to just expand on, on the issue that I've been dealing with the nurses and nurses' union since I was elected in 2016 to the doll, and they're telling me, even before the pandemic came in, and, and I just want to put on my public record again, 
again. The amount of work they've done during, during the pandemic, the stress they went through, and the, and the, the hard work they've done, they, they went beyond the call of duty, but they're absolutely exhausted. And the fact that we haven't, and they're born to and they're listen, people have left, people went to different jobs, and people are not applying for jobs in UHL specifically. And that it begs another question. If we want to solve this in here and now, we have to protect the staff, and that goes from the consultants. For instance, we're, we're told there's 68 additional non-consultants doctors in UHL immediately to the, to the pet, are here now to address capacity, and that was given back to me in a parliamentary response from the minister himself. Um, the nurses, we certainly need more of them. We we, need, we have to go and find nurses wherever we can find them, and that's what we need to do in the here and now. We can't have a situation where if you're sick, you, 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 and there is a, uh, there is issues where you can't access a GP, so you're going to the, the hospital that needs to be sorted, but you can't have a situation where people go to the emergency right. department and they're not triaged oh. properly, they're not okay. seen properly, they're not given a bed. Okay, okay. Well, listen, we're not going to get to all of it this morning. It's an ongoing discussion on this show, and we'll have both of you and others back, but we wanted to get some political reaction right at the beginning of uh, this Monday morning show. Uh, that uh, report was published while we were on the air on Friday, and we certainly covered as best we could then, but obviously there's a lot more to it. Thank you to Fine Gael, TD Kieran O'Donnell, and to Sinn Féin, TD Morris Quinlevin. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.